Hey, this is the Thrive Church Podcast. Our hope is this message will help you thrive with God and thrive in life. We'd love to have you join us on a Sunday soon. Enjoy the message. Hey, we're in a series called Run. Run. And the foundation scripture is this. It's um, Hebrews 12, 1 to 2. It says, Therefore, uh, we are also, uh, also uh, we also, since we are surrounded by uh, so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, uh, despising the shame and has sat down at the right hand of God. Uh, he says, let us lay aside every weight and run the race with endurance. I believe God has got good things for you and I and a race for us to run. A race that was prepared before the foundation of time, full of his plans, his purposes, and good things for you and I. And I believe God is inviting us to run to run the race with endurance that God has for you, that he's called you to do, why he's placed you on this earth, to run with endurance. And as we keep our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, uh, that the weight will just naturally uh, come off. It will, it will come down. Um, and so we talked about the first week, we talked about um, how God has called us to, to run the race and actually cast our cares on him. Because he cares for us. Instead of running uh, and trying to run and balance your cares, I was holding a broomstick and trying to run and balance. And that didn't work, right? I needed to cast it in order to run. So we talked about that. Last week, Pastor Chris, he talked about um, who are you running with? It was a great message. I got a ton out of it of like, who am I running with? And no, I don't want to run alone. He talked about the righteousness of God and how we can run in that. And this week, we're going to continue our series. If you're taking notes, we're going to... Uh, title is looking for likes looking for the likes now if you're here two weeks ago you would have heard uh, the what what uh, the story of what happens every single night in my house Every single night after dinner, this happens. Is uh, my uh, my son Levi? He's just about two, and every single night after after dinner, actually, well, it's during dinner. Let's be real. He doesn't wait until after. He's like, "Daddy, fast! Daddy, fast! Daddy, fast, fast!" And what he wants to do is run around this island uh, and and me to chase him. And like through the whole time, he's like, "Daddy, fast! Daddy, fast! Daddy, fast!" So I'll put him down. He'll be down there. Some of you guys have heard this story before but there's some more is uh so he's down i put him down i'm trying to finish my coffee finish my dessert but i have this little two-year-old hand that's actually probably more like the mitts of a five-year-old because he's big and he's holding he's pulling my hand he's like daddy fast daddy fast his whole weight is so finally i have to put down my coffee put down my dessert take off my sweatshirt because we run and we run around our kitchen island for like 45 minutes straight of just running running i said last uh, two weeks ago that i actually lost weight from chasing after levi from mom don't clap for that Wow. Keep that clapped in your, to your head. All right. Good thing Natalie's in kids' church today. Ho! Oh. But I'm running around fast, fast. I'm going after him. I take off everything, and, and we run around this island for like 45 minutes. Um, I've lost weight. I've, uh, I've got some endurance. And um, 
and one thing that I noticed is, have you ever, when, when your lights are on in your house, uh, have you ever noticed when it's dark outside, you can, like, people can see into it like a fishbowl, like it's just illuminated? I, become, I became aware of this, like, four weeks ago when I was running around the island, is that people probably walking by can see me running around this island for 45 minutes. And it's a small island. It's about this big. And I'm just running, running. I'm super animated, uh, probably stopping for breath <laughs> and like running and laughing and everything. But they only see half the equation because the island is here. Levi's here. So they're looking in, I'm sure, and seeing me run around like fast and go and animate and, ah, and going around the island with him, with Levi, but they only see half the, the thing. They don't see Levi there. So they think a grown man is running around, looks like he's giggling, laughing, and running around this little island. And I got thinking... What are they thinking about me? What if, like, I'm sure someone walking by texts their wife and said, we got a crazy on the street, lock the door, don't talk to anybody, put Sparky outside. Like, um, and, and I started thinking, what would people think of me? And what was interesting is, right when I thought that, know what I started to do? Is before I was running, I was so animated, I was like fully engaged with Levi. I was running after him, my focus was on him, and then all of a sudden I realized, people might be watching me, what are people maybe thinking about me? And know what I did? Is I changed how I ran. I started to do a bit more of like, maybe I should have done like a power walk. I don't know, because that would at least would be below the counters. No, I won't. Okay, Chris, I won't. But I started to change how I was running because I started to think of how people would see me. And then actually, I actually completely stopped running because maybe of that one random hypothetical person that might be look walking by, and I wanted this random hypothetical person to really like me because I'm sure they're really cool. And, like, I wanted them to think, to like me, to think good of me. I was looking for likes. And the process, this whole thing probably took about maybe under a minute of me going from running to stopping to, to pause. It broke by hearing, Daddy! Daddy! Like, about that intensity too, and pulling on my hand, daddy fast, daddy fast, and it sort of like snapped me out, I'm like, what am I doing? Who cares about this random hypothetical person? Why are they out in minus 20 anyways? Maybe reason 400 why I can't have a dog, Levi. But, um, and, and, and then I realized, okay, this is what, I, I'm not, what am I doing? And I decided I'm not going to stop running after Levi. I take my focus off because someone might be looking in and what they might be thinking. And so I decided in that moment, you know what? I'm actually going to up the intensity. I'm going to make sure, I'm not going to close my blinds. I'm going to leave my blinds open and run more and make sure I'm running fully engaged with Levi. Now, this is a, a silly account and maybe you might be just thinking, Josiah, Close your blinds. Um, but I think it illustrates a choice that everyone has when we run the race that God has put before us. That we have a choice to look unto Jesus or to look for. Look unto or look for. Look for the approval. Look for people's acceptance. Look for the likes of those people around you. And uh, where you are looking determines how you, your pursuit, how you will run, how you will do life. Looking to unto, 
looking unto Jesus or looking for the likes, the approval that people would see you in a good way. I want to show you a quick video of a race that was just a few, uh, uh, like a year ago, maybe a couple years ago. Let's see, we'll show this. Okay, here's this race. This guy in the green, he's good. And then something happens. Boom. He loses. We're going to watch it one more time. It'll, it'll, it'll rewind it again. So that's bad. There's some regret there. But on this, it'll show us one more time. I'll show you. Check this out. He's doing good. His focus was on the goal. And then something changed. Awesome. That's great. Thank you. Now, something changed there for this poor Oregon runner. Is He started out good. He was doing long distance. He was doing great. He was looking unto the goal. But then something happened. His focus changed. He started to, his focus was, I want the crowd to cheer me on. I want them to support me. Come engage with me. Hey, like me. Right? And it changed. His focus then changed how he was running. Before he was running, he was sprinting. But then he started to look over to the crowd and be like, hey, cheer me on. Come on. Are you impressed? Right? And he tried to get them engaged. And it changed how he ran his race. His focus changed. He went from running to and looking for the goal to now running, really running for likes, living for the likes and for the approval uh, instead of looking unto the goal. His running changed. And I think if we're honest with ourselves, at one time or another, maybe you have, I know I have, been that runner in green, where my focus has changed from looking unto to looking for to looking for people to like me or for people to accept me or for people to approve of me. And in doing so, my focus then shifts from looking unto to looking for, and it changes, uh, it changes how we run. I think there's nothing wrong with people liking you. Like, I actually hope you like me. But, um, but I, I think what, what the issue is is when our focus shifts, from looking unto Jesus and what he's called us to do, to looking for people to approve of us, people to, to, to affirm us and say, okay, you've got it. I think we're actually, the Bible says we're the salt of the world. We're, we're, the li we're light to the world. I think the goodness of God leads men to repentance. The, the Christ in you draws people to you. I think um, as Christians, we should be known for our love, uh, for, for, you know, our faith that produces work and everything like that. But when it's, what happens is when it, instead of looking unto, when it turns to looking for the approval, for, and it changes how we run our race. Our focus and pursuit shifts from looking unto Jesus to looking for validation, acceptance, or I think maybe this is an even more Canadian thing, just looking for people not to dislike us, right? I think that's a Canadian thing. And, but as Christians, we're called to run our race looking unto. Hebrews 12, again, it says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run in, uh, the, with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus. In our race that God has for you, we need to look unto Jesus. 
if we're doing life with God, if we're in the race which all of us have in front of us, because God, before the foundation of time, has determined, I have a plan, I have a purpose for you. The reason you're on this earth is because God has a plan, has a purpose for you. And, but if we're trying to run that race and looking for validation, affirmation, or to, for others just to like us, it will affect how we run our race of faith. Um, now, how would this look practically? Maybe it's, there's a colleague at work and you know, hey man, this person needs Jesus. And there's like God opportunities, like clear like billboard God opportunities for you to share your faith or, or to invite them to church. But what happens is maybe I don't want to offend them, so I don't invite them. Or I don't just say, hey, you know what, can I pray with you? God loves you. Or maybe there's that scripture that you, that's like really been impacting you and you feel like God's saying in your heart that maybe you saw it on a Thrive Instagram page and you're like, man, I want to share this. But then you're like, I don't want to like offend someone who like isn't, like that, that one person who follows me who isn't a Christian. I don't want to be like too pushy and so I'm not going to put it. Have you ever thought that? Or maybe uh, God says, hey, pray for that person. But you're like, ah, God, that's sort of like awkward, like walking up to this person and, and like praying for them. Like, ah. You know, this actually happened to me in San Diego where, now, I've had where God has said in my heart, like, okay, pray for this person. It's like a random person. I've done it. And it's been, like, amazing. But this time... I missed it, and I know I missed it. I was in San Diego last week, too bad, or two weeks ago. I was still here for the cold, don't you worry. Um, to, uh, but Natalie's team, her volleyball team, was in San Diego, and so I went with them from Monday to Friday. And uh, I was with Levi and uh, one of the coach's husbands, and, um, and we were walking. And I heard God speak to me, and he said, there's a lady in that group. There's a group of ladies. There's a lady in that group named Wanda, and I want you to go over and tell, uh, tell her that God loves you. And know what I did? I kept walking. I kept walking. Why? Because I, this, the, the guy that was with me, he wasn't a Christian, and I thought, oh, I don't want to, like, offend him or weird him out or anything. But I missed it. And I'm a pastor. Like, I missed it. And I knew as soon as I was walking, I missed it. And, like, I repented to God. I'm like, God, I'm so sorry that I missed it. Because I know, I know, I know, I know I was supposed to do that. But I missed it. And I realized in that very moment, I was looking for instead of looking unto. And as I was walking along the pier there, I had a moment sort of like I did in that kitchen with Levi where I'm like, what am I doing? I don't want my race that God has for me determined by what other people think of me. I want to look unto him and I want to run the race because I know that, that if I look unto him, it's, it, I will have a better race, but also the people that God has assigned for me to impact and to touch, that they will be touched. Have you ever been there? Where it's like, ah, I sort of missed it. Okay, if not, just group therapy. It's all good. But hey, Galatians 1.10, it says this. For uh, do I now persuade men or God, or do I seek to please men? 
For if I still pleased men, I would not be a bondservant of Christ. In other words, who are you seeking to please? I want to run my race looking unto Jesus instead of looking for likes, looking for people to like me. And I think it's easy, though, to have to be to live and look for people to like us, to affirm us, to validate us, you know, especially in the culture that we have right now. Right. With social media, like I post a picture and I'm looking for my likes. Right. Okay, you don't. But I do. So just like my pictures when you see them. No, but um, but in our culture, it's very much okay. We get that. Okay, they like me. And there's actually a study that 40 percent of people. Uh, determine where they travel for vacation for their profile picture so that they can have a good profile picture. So why go to Paris for, for the croissant? No. For the cheese? No. For the picture. Right? Because then you get actual likes. Yeah, it was a study done uh, for people under 35. So, but our culture is really like that of looking for likes. And I want to tell you today, though, that you don't have to look for likes, look for approval or acceptance. Why? Because the creator of the universe, God Almighty, has already accepted you. He already loves you. He already approves you. And he sees you in Christ, the best light you will ever be. Uh, Ephesians 1, 3, it says this. All praise be to, uh, be to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly realms because we are united with Christ. Even before he made the world, God loved us. And check this out. He chose us. He accepted us in Christ to be holy without fault in his eyes. God decided in advance to adopt us. He chose you. Adopt us into his heavenly family by bringing us to himself through Christ Jesus. This is what he warned us to do and gave uh, him great pleasure. So we praise God for the glorious grace he has poured out on us who belong to his dear son. God has already accepted you. He's already said, know what? Welcome to the family. That we don't have to run our race looking for um, likes or approval from outside because God has said, I approve of you. I love you. I like you. Uh, you know, Matthew 6.33, it says this. It says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all those things will be added unto you. You know, I think... Sometimes we can be looking, living and looking for likes or people to affirm us. And, but it's more true to the song of like, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Right? It's like, they're just, you can just miss it. But when we seek God first, then he brings those people into our life who, who uh, will be there, who will do life with us. You know, Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not disaster to give you a hope and a future. God has a God-given plan, a purpose, a destiny for your life. He loves classical music. And, uh, and God has accepted you. The race God has for you that's in your path, the plan that he has for you is for you, but it is not just about you. Uh, and in order to run in all that God has for you, we need to keep our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. 
Uh, in Hebrews 12, those, the chapter before Hebrews 11, it's known as the hall, uh, the hall of Faith, right? People who ran the race, finished strong, and, and at the end, I'm sure they heard, well done, good and faithful servant. But something all those people had in common was when they were living out their race, when they were running their race, they didn't look for, they were looking unto. They were looking unto God rather than looking for approval or acceptance from man. Abraham is listed in Hebrews 11. And Abraham, God said, hey, move to this new place. Change your name from Abram to Abraham. Abraham means father of many nations. But he was old. He had no sons at all. And so he's telling everybody, hey, I know you knew me before as Abram. Call me Abraham, father of many nations. And he has no kids at all. He couldn't step into his God-given name and really his identity that God had for him if he was thinking about, what would people think if I would be like, hey, God told me, call me father of many nations. I know you don't see any kids, but I will. If he would have thought about what would people think about that or looking for, for the likes, I don't think he would have stepped into that, right? Or Noah, he built, God said, hey, build an ark, and God said, build an ark in the equivalent of, I don't know, Okotoks, right? There's not an ocean around. Why are you building a cruise ship in Okotoks, right? It doesn't make sense, but it's God told me to do this. And because he wasn't looking for likes, but he was looking unto, uh, unto God, that he built that and then walked in the fullness of his race. And it didn't just, wasn't for him, but for the family uh, all around him. Moses, he was leading the people to, that, to the Red Sea. And, uh, and, and he, he could have been like, okay, all right, guys, we're turning back. We're going back. Uh, we, he could have been like that. But instead, he was looking unto God. You know, there's many examples in Hebrew 11 where instead they were looking unto what God had said to them instead of looking for the likes. I think when you look unto Jesus or look unto God, that, you're, that you'll be able to run the race and fulfill the fullness of what God has for you you. You know, God has a race, a plan for your life. And the race, I think, your race is just as significant as the people in the, the hall of faith. And the, the, as just as significant as Abraham, just as significant as Moses or Noah. Why? Because your race is part of God's plan. And, and, and that in order to run in the fullness that God has for you, that we need to look unto Jesus. Not look for, but look unto. And as you do, I think you'll run in the fullness of what God has for you. I want to encourage you and challenge you. In 2020, let this be a year where, where you say, you know what? I'm not going to look for. Look, run my race looking for the approval. Running, looking, running the race looking for acceptance. Running the race to, to for looking for likes instead. I'm going to run my race in 2020, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher. And I bet you when, you, when you go, I know this, when you look back on December 31st, 2020, you'll look back and you'll say, wow. Why? Because you're looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith. As we run unto Jesus, I think then you'll run in the fullness of what God has for you. Would you stand with me? Hebrews 12, 1, it says this. It says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witness, let us lay aside every weight and sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Today, know that 
you don't have to look for approval, look for likes, look for acceptance, and doing life and running the race God has for you, looking for that. Why? Because God has already accepted you. He, is all, he loves you. He's for you. And he's actually uh, cheering you on in your race. And not only that, but he's with you to run your race. I want to encourage you to choose as you're running your race in 2020. Choose, because you got a decision. Am I going to look for, look to? I want to encourage you to look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Can I just pray with you? Father, I just thank you that you love us so much, that you love us so much, and that you've got good plans for us. Father, I thank you that, that we can look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, and that as we do that, we can run our race, run in the fullness that you have, and finish strong. Father, I thank you for courage to rise in people. Courage to rise in people to be able to look unto Jesus, the author and finisher. And Father, we thank you that we are accepted in you, loved in you, and that you have everything that we need. And that as we seek you first, that you'll add everything that we need that you will provide everything we need because you are what we need. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to Thrive Church Podcast. We hope this message helped you thrive with God and thrive in life. We'd love to have you join us a Sunday soon. For more information about Thrive Church, you can go to our website, thrivecalgary.ca. See you next time.